In a world of podcasts, this is another one. Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. And this is Mike. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yo, what are we talking about? <laughs> 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 hey, oh, man. All right. What's that? We're in it. What's going on? Cooking. How's it, uh, how's it hanging over there? Happy day. It's a good one. It is a good earlier, day. Earlier podcast recording, so feeling pretty good. Got the whole night at it. Yeah, the, the, on the couch. The sun's, yeah, are you staying over there? Are you guys going to watch a movie? And we can, yeah. Now that you back to that. Yeah, you're here all night, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, this is uh, this is across the movie verse. Uh, I'm Eric, Eric Scott, your boy Mike, Armand, and uh, yeah, we're glad to be here. It's good to good to talk to you again. It's weird doing it during the day. We're gonna leave, and it might still be daytime. Yeah, that's wild. Daylight savings. Record these late at night. Daylight sa- with, not with daylight savings. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Obama. Yeah, yeah seriously. Bush, that. Did he start that? Bush did. Is it because black people are, are often late and he wanted to push back the time? <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened to so give him a chance. Discrimination case coming at you. Oh, I mean, that's a horrible stereotype, but like, I, and not me, not meaning that it's true, but I've heard black people also say that it's true. But once again, you know, they, they don't speak for all of them. <laughs> but Obama does. So, and if, if he made daylight savings time, then well, I think case closed on that one. <laughs> we haven't even been recording for a minute. We're gonna get, we're gonna get shut down. I'm glad no one listens to this. <laughs> We'd be in big trouble, dude. If I ever get SNL, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> They're kicking me off immediately. So we get it. There, there's a lot of gay jokes. So don't. Just, worry. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Eric. You, you don't have to really stress about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's worried about getting canceled. It's like you have to get successful before you can get canceled, and uh, I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, before we get into uh, the movie, we watch. You guys see any movies this week besides uh, besides Boondock Saints? What we watched. Uh, I saw Goodfellas like a week ago. Might have already said that, but I saw a Sucker Punch. It's pretty pretty good. good. I was always watching movies on TV where it's like cut up with commercials and they there's no curse words and they not as bloody. So watching these movies actually really changed the game up. They're different movies with curse words and when they guts. just stab the dude in the trunk. It's like oh, he's still alive. Yeah, it's stabbing. I've never saw yeah. that scene before. It's so great. Have you guys watched The Irishman yet? Not yet, no. I mean, you got to block off about two weeks to watch <laughs> it. It's the longest movie ever yeah. made. I walked in on my roommate Puts uh, watching it, and he fell asleep, and he pressed pause, and it was still an hour and a half left in the movie. <laughs> it was two hours gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw a thing that uh, it was like how to watch it in like four episodes, like break it up into like 45 minute segments. And uh, I watched a little bit of it last night. It's just funny because, man, Joe Pesci looks like uh, that little raisin man on the box. <laughs> like that has the sunglasses where he's like dancing around. He looks like a California raisin. He's old. He's so yeah, old. He's so old. All of them. 
Well, and he was always kind of like, he was always like a bad guy in movies, but like never well respected. <laughs> you know, like in Goodfellas, he's yeah. like kind of the clown and like he, every he, movie. he's got that temper. He, he kills the guy because they don't respect him. And uh, in this one, he's Joker, like, he, he's like high shoeshine up. box. Yeah. That's what he, that's what he yeah. motherfucker. That's a girl. What? What am I funny? Did I tell funny like a clown? I used to- Did I tell a joke? <laughs> They wanted Pesci as the funny man in Boondock Saints, but like yeah. he was he was shooting the Irishman <laughs> twenty five years ago and couldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> they they shot this like boyhood, like uh, over the yeah. last. They didn't use that. It, it still costs two hundred fifty million dollars, but uh, they didn't actually use that technology. <laughs> it wasn't de-aged. You'd rather do a blind man, like in Scent of a Woman. Oh. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's Al Pacino that whole movie. Oh, ooh, ah. come on, with it, Charlie. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Dude, my, why are you my doing, dad, why are you doing uh, Master of Disguise uh, impressions? Is Al Pacino in Master of Disguise? Who's Al Pacino? <laughs> He's uh, he's sensible. Oh, he's the guy that based his characters off of that guy from Master of Disguise, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my that's my dad's favorite movie, and uh, he he'll recite that speech that he gives about <laughs> uh, about about women, um, where like how it's <laughs> the end of it is like between their legs, and that's heavy, <laughs> and. Uh, and it's like this whole long like Al Pacino speech, and my dad would just tell it to me. I'm like, thanks, I'm not. You know, like, he was just prepping you, prepping you for when you turn ten. It's like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> God, I I been I was editing some episodes today and listening back to a few of them. Every episode, I have a weirder story about my dad, and I think that's gonna be, I think that's gonna be a theme. Eric's story time of the week. Dude, I saw uh, – I went and saw Knives Out. How's that? That was pretty good. It was fun. Uh, oh, we talked about – I think we talked about that last week that I saw <laughs> it. Out, yeah. Um, yeah, about uh, Daniel Craig's accent. And then uh, I, went, I just went and saw uh, – oh, I saw Ford versus Ferrari the other night. Was that good? It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was like – it's real long. I saw it in like a recliner on like a big screen, so it, it really can't be bad at that point. Yeah. I snuck in some ice cream and two slices of pizza and just had like a, a night. Front of cooler in there. <laughs> I'm dragging it along. Uh, I got like a beach chair and like a little kiddie pool. Just put it out. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, I uh, I really enjoyed watching uh, watching Boondock Saints. This is my first time seeing it. It's yeah, a good this, one. This is another movie that I've seen on TV like a million times, but it's only thirty minutes long because they have to cut out all the violence and curse words uh, when I saw it on TV. So it's pretty much yeah. like I was seeing it for the first time. It's. I mean, it's a ridiculous film. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't, Defoe. I, Willem Defoe is is. Nicholas Cage with a better reputation. He's an absolute lunatic in this movie. <laughs> He's a, 
a homophobic Dude. gay man. <laughs> He's so homophobic. That's Boston, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he was so homophobic. He called a guy uh, the F word, uh, the bartender who was gay. And uh, even though he's gay, but no one knows he's gay. And the whole Boston bar, which Boston's like notorious for being homophobic and like racist, they all like look at him like he's this monster. He's in a gay bar. Yeah, yeah. After he just bangs a dude, he says, "Stop being such a fairy." Oh, that's or a gay bar. Like that. Goes, oh, oh yeah, goes, yeah. I, I've it, heard it's a gay bar. He goes cuddle. What a fag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he slaps him a couple times because the guy's trying to like. That little that little Filipino boy is trying to cuddle with him. Yeah, Lloyd. And he starts slapping him. <laughs> Ari's assistant and here's my Lloyd. question. In uh in gay relationships, at what point does it become domestic abuse? Or is it just two dudes duking it out? You know, like can you get arrested for beating up your boyfriend if you're gay? <laughs> I don't think so. Because that, that's just boys being boys. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> That's how we got out of. That's how I got out of a lot of the, high, uh, fights in college. I just married a bunch of people, and, and if they ever beat me up, uh, I'd be yeah, you, We should fight for somebody gay comes dudes. in. The cops come in. They go. <laughs> they go. Let the boys play. <laughs> Let the boy watch. The girl watch. Deep down, deep down the girl on my watch. <laughs> That's eastbound and down, right? <laughs> Let the boy watch. Uh, man. Dude, oh, dude, I in like a couple hundred years, uh, if humans are still around, I imagine they're going to be like excavating and doing like archaeology, and they're going to find Willem Dafoe's like skeleton. <laughs> And they're they're gonna think he's like something else. <laughs> he's got, you know, he's got a huge hog, right? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, he, the movie. He did I a, think he shows yeah, it. Yeah, he did a movie like in with like Christ. It was called <laughs> or like Nymphomaniac, one of those. And they had to bring in a, a mm-hmm. body double with a smaller uh, with a smaller dick because his dick was too distracting. <laughs> Willem Dafoe's carrying a meaty <laughs> hog. A, He's got a two huge hog. The uh, the assistant director is like boom in the shot, and he goes, "No, that's my dad." <laughs> he kept talking into his dick, thinking it was the microphone, but it was uh, it was just his hog. Dude, I'm. <laughs> Imagine being the small penis double for, for Willem Dafoe. <laughs> your first gig in Hollywood, you get brought in. Like, Big break. All right, so you want me to? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna his, wiggle his, it around. His dick or? gets a trailer. <laughs> he doesn't get like a. He doesn't get his own spot. He just has to put his dick in a shoebox and like let it let it rest in there. His dick's pampered. They bring they bring it coffee. And Willem Dafoe's dick's trailer is right next to Willem Dafoe's trailer. Thank God. There was a mistake yeah. on Spider Man on the set of Spider Man where Willem Dafoe's dick was a few trailers down from Willem Dafoe's trailer. Dude, his dick's just yelling, "Avenge me!" <laughs> Like in Spider Man, Spider Man Three, Avenge Man. Oh yeah, I think everyone knew exactly what that reference was. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the dude in Bachelor Party. Remember the stripper 
he puts his dick in a hot dog. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> they pay the stripper to put his dick in a hot dog, like in a hot dog bun. And then like the lady like goes to grab it and starts pulling it. And it's just, it's just his dick. <laughs> Is that Tom Hanks' dick? Yeah. No, no, it's not Tom Hanks' dick. Wait, Tom Hanks is in that picture? Yeah. And he's in a dick hot dog movie? <laughs> he's in a dick hot dog movie. That's the worst. Dick hot, dick hot dog. That's the worst genre of movie. <laughs> yeah, dick hot dog was like a, was like a radio DJ. <laughs> dick hot dog. All right. Coming to you live. It's dick hot dog from the scene. <laughs> he's... A, <laughs> Dick hot dog here. Got a cold front coming through. So weatherman. Yeah, what kind of, what kind of uh, investigative reporters are also weathermen? Fucking. Well, it's a better, small town. So. Got to pay Dick hot dog. He's working two jobs. <laughs> Budget cuts. Uh, yeah. But this movie absolutely bonkers. Uh, cut together. With Willem yeah. Dafoe solving the case of the murders that the brothers commit, like in real time as they show the murders in the movie, so that's kind of interesting. And Willem Dafoe is just acting up a whole scene. He's a absolute <laughs> lunatic in this movie. I mean, you know those gays like love their theatrics. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> when he's going around trying to figure there out. There was like, a firefight. <laughs> He's in the yeah. middle of the street, just shooting his gun. Every all the other yeah. cops are like, "What the hell is your problem, dude?" And he's and he's drenched in sweat in that scene. What other movies have? So, all right, this movie, real quick: two brothers, two Irish brothers in Bo- Irish Boston neighborhood, uh, like kind of accidentally kill two Russian gangsters in a bar fight, and then end up while they're in prison. And they're not really arrested because it's self-defense because these Russian mobsters attack them. They have a epiphany from God telling them that it's okay. They like a message in their sleep from God saying it's okay to go kill these bad guys. End up killing a bunch of mobsters in like accidental ways, but pretty very successfully, but like very accidental ways. And then the mob hires uh, the Duke out of prison. El Duce. Who's a legendary assassin? He goes to the douche. He goes to kill the two brothers. That's killing all the mobsters. Find out that the Duke is actually the two brothers' Irish dad. They kill all the mobsters. Wait, is that his dad? Yeah, it's their dad. You didn't know that? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was some. I thought all those Irish guys knew each other. <laughs> yeah, all uh, the all the Irish people every, know the same. Every Irish family has their own prayer. secret prayer, and uh, mm. you never tell it to anyone. Unless you're going to kill them. Oh, What's your prayer? Like, you don't want to hear it. Otherwise, I'm, I'll put a bullet in your fucking head and coins on your yeah. eyes. Uh. <laughs> yeah, who has who has all that change anymore? Yeah, hard. I'd, have to, I'd have to put my debit card on there. Or they should have yeah, they they just caught them right away. Who the fuck? Yeah. If it was today, they'd be like, who's taking quarters out of the bank? <laughs> Left and right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these two brothers end up. Um, they end up taking the main villain, um, the Italian boss, and they make a big showing out of it in court mm-hmm. um, with their dad. Yeah, 
it, it the, the movie is like a really uh gives me like a comic book vibe in the sense that it's like a very like mm-hmm. batman it's like vigilantes going like against the, kinda, yeah yeah but except instead of just beating people up they just actually kill them yeah and throughout this whole time it just made me realize Maybe realize me and my dad aren't that close, you know. After yeah, we've never like murdered a mafia family yeah. together. Yeah, they make a huge showing of it throughout this movie as they're killing all these mobsters in different, they different cuts. They then Willem Dafoe's the detective on the case, FBI agent, homophobic, homosexual uh, Willem Dafoe. He's like solving this case and then ends up realizing that they're kind of doing the right thing. And he doesn't he doesn't like all the red tape of uh, solving crimes by the books and then starts helping them. He infiltrates he infiltrates the mob boss's house uh, when they have the two brothers captured dressed as a woman. He would have. Ended up fucking one of them. I can hear, I can hear Rooster just going to town on that water back there. Yeah. <laughs> Rooster's yeah, Armand's dude. dog, and he's got bigger nuts than the dog in Little Rascals. <laughs> They're just staring me right in the face. He looks like Mr. Beefy oh, from geez. Little Nicky. Oh, yeah. Or Van Wilder, yeah. that dog. Mm-hmm. Same and dog. Jerk him off and put it in a. <laughs> and some pastries. Put it in those, uh, croissants yeah. <laughs> and give it to the other fraternity. it's a classic prank you should have done that <laughs> yeah well then uh somebody would have eaten them <laughs> too quick before we had a chance to before we had a chance to get them out <laughs> Uh, that's good. Uh, the two brothers, uh, yeah. the two brothers in this uh, are Norman Reedus from Walking Dead and a dude named Sean Patrick Flannery. SPF uh, also is the other brother. Willem Dafoe is the detective. We got some just other no-name character actors, Irish character actors. And Italian dudes is the other people in this movie. Is there even a love interest of these two oh, brothers? I, I, Besides they each other, they're yeah, like husbands, say, dude. They're, yeah, they're they, gay together. They, they like their apartment yeah. is just run down, and they live with themselves. They live in a cell, two beds, one pretty much one big bed together. They kiss each morning and night before they go to bed. They wear matching rosaries. They have matching tattoos. What's that's? They're husbands. Dude. Well, you forgot. You forgot one uh, one high powered character, uh, one Ron Jeremy. Was in this movie. Oh yes! <laughs> How did he get that? Of, of course, he's jerking it at a strip club. <laughs> oh yeah, because he. Uh, th- I heard the story was that they were looking for somebody, but uh, Willem Dafoe said they had he had to have a bigger hog than him. <laughs> yeah, right. And that was the only person. It's the only person they could find. A lot no. of big hogs. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, they, this is the this is the heaviest hog movie the world has ever seen. The, 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 the hog, hog wild. The hog power in this movie is insane. <laughs> really drives the masterpiece. Yeah, and just big Easter hogs. hogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite Easter movie. <laughs> they are the. I was at, right when I first saw Ron Jeremy. I was like, "Oh hell yeah, good for him!" 
finally like a role where it's not strictly sexual. He's just uh, the brothers also have a friend that's like like a he's a bag man for the mob as well. He just does their favors. They end up trying the mob tries to betray him and then he betrays them, kills a bunch of them as well, but he's much sloppier than the brothers. <clears throat> while the while we're learning about he's known as the funny man or the jo- the funny man or the joker. Funny, funny man. man. Uh, yeah, funny the funny man. man. Yeah, yeah. But Ron Jeremy is one of the mob boss's uh, assistants throughout this. I was like, oh, good for him. Finally, movie where it's not strictly about sex. A mere 10 minutes later, it's cut to him jerking off in a in a theater. Yeah, the way they kill him is he's jerking off in, yeah, in, a, in like a strip club theater and they just shoot him. Do those things hey, exist? You gotta do what you know. <laughs> uh, I think so. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going one later. That's a in the movie True Lies uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. or is that yeah right? Mm-hmm. Or is that yeah? It's True Lies where he sees uh, Jamie Lee Curtis come close out to the glass. <laughs> <laughs> he like puts a dollar. Also in the movie, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Walking Tall with The Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Sean William Scott, mm-hmm. and uh, he puts a dollar in and sees sees what's her name dancing. Yeah, Jessica Alba look like. Or, yeah, or is it Jessica Alba? I don't think it's Jessica Alba. Uh, no, it's it. She, it, she also that. played. Uh, she looks like. Uh, I think she was in that show Birds of Prey uh, on the CW, and she was in the movie SWAT. She was a uh, Colin Farrell's uh, girlfriend yeah. who broke up with him at the beginning of SWAT. Deep cut, but, uh, uh, but they kill. I, I think <laughs> gangsters accidentally. Kind of, they fall out in one of the murder scenes. They fall out of the ceiling, tied up in ropes. They're spinning around, and they just kill a bunch of gangsters. Willem Dafoe has to then reenact it and figure it out somehow. What other movies have like a savant like that, where they like opera music's playing and he's like putting something, putting it together in his head as if he was there. <laughs> He's Sherlock Homo. <laughs> yeah, he truly is my queer Watson. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good, dude. <clears throat> when he dresses up as a as a woman at the end to like get entry to the mob boss and that that fat dude like just can't resist. He goes, Oh, you got to get out of here. Some stuff's going down. And she's, he's like, Oh, the boss is always sending us some primo box. Primo box. The boss. This movie clearly came out in the nineties. They say the N word a lot. They say the F word. Say primo box. They like make make funny man say the N word. Yeah. Yeah. Great joke. Like clearly does clearly doesn't want to he's fine he i think he's cool with black people and then they just make him say it and he goes yeah yeah i said it and then I like, he didn't i like how i like how they make that a big deal but like he could easily just say you know spick <laughs> he's oh, like right. he's like is he's okay with saying he's spick saying, but yeah, can't say the that, n-word no problem <laughs> and uh I love all the insults in this movie were pretty good. Uh, when Willem Dafoe walks in uh, to the police station, he calls him donut munching barrel ass pud pulling sissies. 
<laughs> they leak the information to the press. <laughs> he just yeah. comes in hot. Which one of you? <laughs> good. The, they, it, oh, the movie opens on, or like the original, the whole thing that started it was these Russian mobsters are breaking into, or like trying to beat up this Irish bartender who is, who has Tourette's. <laughs> Can you say Tourette's? Tourette's? No, can we say it? Is oh. That- yeah. Oh, you're yeah. asking Armand if he can actually pronounce yeah, the word like, I think you can say Tourette's. Yeah. All right. He has the T word. And he's just cursing <laughs> and and yelling at these guys the entire movie. So I feel like yeah, that's a tough way to conduct business. <laughs> yeah. But he, uh, that's why he's going out, you know? I, he's losing his business. I, I think he's a Tourette's guy's grandfather. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. What are they the called, and they called him they called him fuck ass because he would just go fuck ass. <laughs> was, that fuck. His, was he credited as fuck ass? ass? Fuck ass. <laughs> I I wish. Fuck ass O'Brien. His IMDb credit. That's what it says on his acting resume when he goes to uh, <laughs> jobs. But uh okay, so I I think there's it ties into a, a good amount of films. Yeah. I think there's some references. Uh, Do you find anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, I just a, f- a few, I guess. Um, mostly Willem Dafoe. He was kind of pretty easy. He plays a detective in a lot of movies. So I feel like um, his character was probably, he's so good now because he got into the business um, as a FBI agent or detective or whatever. Um, in the eighties and he was put on a case case, um, I guess in American psycho. So he's instigate, uh, investigating, um, <clears throat> what's oh, his face? I totally forgot he was in American. Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, uh, what's his name in, in American psycho? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't remember I forget his name, his name. I, I, but, <laughs> but yeah, so he, he started there. Um, obviously in the nineties, he's working on this case, um, and then I think eventually he kind of j- ends up joining Boondock Saints and he becomes an assassin and then he gets with John Wick and is a part of their little assassin club. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That one, that one's pretty solid. In Boondock Saints 2, we're led to believe that Willem Dafoe's dead and then the end credit scene is him coming back. He's back. Yeah, to life, and he's got an assistant. Don't have you seen Boondock Saints too? I have. Yeah, I haven't seen it. That's uh, he's that's crazy. He's he trained <clears throat> someone in the FBI to like be his uh, protege. It's a girl, right? A woman. Yeah, a woman. Or mm-hmm. mom. Thank you, a lady. Sorry, <laughs> it was a uh, broad. <laughs> so, yeah. they, what they like being called? Uh, and uh, he comes back to life. Yeah, and that explains, like, if you're underground and an assassin, that explains, like, what name changes and stuff, too. Yeah. He should be... Okay, he should play Alfred good. in the new... In the Pattinson Batman. Ooh, I'd be into that. I'd be into he'd that, be all, too. He'd be all freaky, like, hanging I kinda, upside down I with the bat. Like the <laughs> if they have, a, if they have the hog... <laughs> if they have the hog budget, they should get to yeah. there. Yeah, they'll need a bigger cave. <laughs> a bigger <laughs> back cave. 
won't be able to. They had to rebuild rebuild the set because they couldn't fit with Wonderful's <laughs> dong. <laughs> they had to make everything bigger because compared to his dick, it always small. Yeah. <laughs> like you know how like Tom Cruise is on sets and they have to like lower all the doors. Have you heard that? So he looks taller. Like, yeah, because he's only one. Yeah, like, so he five looks taller. Four. That's what they did. Yeah, they, they look like. <laughs> Like a coffee cup next to his dick looks like a little thimble. <laughs> make the toilets three times bigger so that Willem Dafoe feels comfortable on set. Yeah, and if the camera adds ten pounds, <laughs> oh my god, that's like a that's like a thirty pounder. <laughs> There's a thirty pound hog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, if they're if they're getting multiple multiple coverage on that thing, it's uh it's game over. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Will Dafoe weighs 180 pounds. You need, you need eight, three cameras on there. <laughs> he weighs 225 pounds. Dude, they have their own separate uh, grip department, just haul, like hauling his hog around. They need a, they have, they have a reverse fluffer yeah. on set at all times. <laughs> Make sure they keep him soft. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do. Don't let him get hard. <laughs> be the end of all of us. <laughs> we don't have the budget for him to get hard. Yeah. <laughs> we have three weeks to shoot this movie. If he gets hard, we got to push the budget back an entire two weeks. We'll have to relight the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's going to create so many shadows. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The lights, the lights are set up for a soft foe, not a hard one. <laughs> Dude, this cinematographer is just pulling his hair out. Like, <laughs> I, I spent weeks for, for this shot. <laughs> and Mom was just eating a bagel. Like, what, 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 what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Throughout this movie, Defoe is uh, like, there's the Boston police are so incompetent. They just they they're letting this one guy like like tell what he thinks happened. It's just completely wrong, and uh, he's an idiot. But the funny thing is, Defoe is homophobic. He's very flamboyant, he, and he's just given this dude the absolute business for being wrong. <laughs> He like very flamboyantly says, "Like, give me a, I, w- I want a bagel with my coffee or something like that," and like dances dances away. <laughs> so good. Could get over it. Throughout the movie, he's just getting more and more food from this idiot detective who's just always wrong. He has one part. He has one part where he's right. When they run into their, their oh, dad, yeah. when they run into their dad, um, they don't know it's their dad, and they get into a firefight. Um, and Willem Dafoe said there was six guns, but it was actually one dude with six guns, or six dudes, or whatever, and then one dude with six guns. And he says that, and that's the only time he's right. But yeah, but and Willem Dafoe's wrong. But he doesn't even acknowledge. Yeah, it, so didn't, even, yeah. It, didn't even come back. Yeah, it's the biggest thing that yeah. or, biggest case break of that dude's career yeah his character in this movie is like the harvey milk for gay cops like he really uh he really led the led the charge really uh really opened some doors opened some closet doors for people yeah <laughs> uh, raymond holt of 
Brooklyn Nine Nine fame. Uh, I think before this movie, gay cops were only allowed in the Village People, and then after that, (laughs) they they were allowed on the force, and they, you know, they could use their powers for good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Defoe really opened up the gay glass spinning door. Um, you know, I have a, I have a theory that uh, this movie—it's in Boston, obviously—that it also takes place within the same universe as Goodwill Hunting. And uh, there's that scene in Goodwill Hunting where Matt Damon's always listing off the names of the his brothers in the orphanage that he lived in, but it's always—it's like different names. I think it, at a certain point, the two Boondock Saints, like you know, they bounced around to state custody at some point. Like you don't end up that fucked up without, without being uh, slapped around a little bit by a, by a foster parent. <laughs> and he, uh, they were in the same, same orphanage at one point. And uh, like, I just, I want to see that, that movie where they're like kids and uh, like the two, the two Saint brothers are like molesting the priest. <laughs> like they're, they're giving him the business back. Yeah. <laughs> A savant orphanage creating good or will hunting. There's savant. This movie's filled with savants. This is Rayman for murderers. Yeah. I uh <laughs> I wanna see like continuing they like meet back up with uh with the Goodwill hunting guys and Robin Williams RIP, but he's uh He's also the therapist for the Boondock Saints, <laughs> and and they're like telling him his crime, their crimes, and he's just like vomiting. <laughs> like yeah, like yeah. So we took the Russian and we lit his arse on fire, and he's like, <laughs> he's trying he's to talk about evil. his wife's painting and farts to these Irish lunatics, and they're like, lunatics. the fuck is this guy talking? Fuck is this guy talking about? They're like, he's like, it's not your fault. He goes, I know it's not my fault. <laughs> what did they think? I to give him a hug. What did they think was going to happen when they set those the Russian mobsters' butt on fire? Like, <laughs> they just were like, oh, it's a fucking bar fight. What are you doing here? When they came to kill them, they're like, yeah, you guys are taking this too far. Come on, you burned my ass, <laughs> <are> freaks. <laughs> I think, and just to uh, for more. Goodwill Hunting theory in Jay and Silent Bob, they do that like uh, <laughs> Good Goodwill Hunting, hunting Two hunting, hunting season, season. <laughs> yeah, where uh-huh. they're like they're shooting people, and I think they met back up with the Saints. They reconvened, and uh, and now they're like killers. Yeah, that or the Saints um, got them to be like that. You know what I mean? Not maybe not even meeting up yeah. with them, but they just inspired them. Did Affleck after oh, yeah. Goodwill Hunting Hunting season become Bruce Wayne? It's possible. Yeah. Or like the accountant. Uh, <laughs> another, he, was pretty, another he was pretty dumb. Yeah, he was kind of dumb. His name was Chucky. Like right. Never mind. So that's my that's my big one. Uh, I, I mean, it's got to also, I think, take place within the same universe as like the departed in the town. Like all this stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. All this crime in Boston. Like they had to have known about each other. 
consistent the consistent thing in those movies is that racism exists is heavy in Boston and then mm-hmm. smoking cigarettes is cool. The biggest so connection of any cool. of all movies is that smoking cigs in movies look so cool. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Goodfellas, this movie, Defoe's just mm-hmm. ripping darts, solving crimes, kissing guys, living the life. Yeah. It's a big <laughs> like cop. A big like copper detective thing. Yeah, it's like every <laughs> copper detective is always kissing guys and smoking, <laughs> ripping stones. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's how you deal with the stress of the force, you know. <laughs> Dress up like These a col- woman and yeah, and kiss a mobster. <laughs> These colors don't run, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> blue, blue lives matter. I think the whole would have blue lives matter. <laughs> wow, that's heavy. I think uh, the would have. I was saying come because he's different guy, but oh, I was thinking painting. Oh yeah, it's very artistic. <clears throat> Defoe would have banged that mobster, had his wig not Probably. fallen off. Pull like a South Park and like he actually does bang him and then afterwards he's like, oh, I'm a fake. And then beats his ass. It was absolutely <laughs> South Park ass where that <laughs> cop goes undercover, blows a bunch of frat guys, and then arrests him. <laughs> and then arrests him. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's so funny. <laughs> I had one theory with uh, Norman Reedus that um, – he goes on this um, little vigilante spree with his brother. His brother end up, ends up getting killed. He goes in a spiraling, like, downward, forgets God and everything, um, finds um, Blade mm-hmm. in New York. What's his name? Scrum or something? Yeah, Scrum. Scrum. Scram. And becomes his, like, fucking, his dude in hunting vampires. And what is that? Did you say that's uh That's uh, that? Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, the brother. And then after after that, uh, through the there's an apocalypse happens, and he starts he uses those skills and starts hunting zombies. Yeah, his name's Scud. Scud, Blade Two. He's a little weapon guy, weapon assistant. Yeah, I mean Scud doesn't seem like a real name. That could be. <laughs> he. Uh, it, it, it fits it fits with this whole mo of like hunting hunting bad people mm-hmm. yeah he Makes ran sense. out of bad regular bad guys regular guys to regular bad guys to kill so he had to flip it to vampires and he teamed up with a black guy yeah so hey. double up double points so oh. play two was after 2012 i'm assuming i think that uh <laughs> i think that uh the the dad the the deuce the duke um la duce uh the assassin i think that he decided to give up uh he decided to give up killing people with his sons and he wrote the successful uh a tale of ice and fire series of game of thrones <laughs> he looks just like george r r martin <laughs> george r r martin is just 800 pounds he does not look like george r r yeah. martin well he d- he looks like a, a a slim George R. R. Martin. He was in prison. He couldn't be packing on those calories. And real quick, how did they get him out of prison? In prison? He just it, he it was twenty five years later, I think, and his sentence was twenty five to life. And the 
the Russian mobster just talks to the blind retired bathroom attendant. Yeah, who is that? <laughs> he like because even Willem Dafoe talks to him for like information. There's a retired old Russian mobster that's just a that's a blind guy and he's a bathroom attendant that both Defoe and the newer current Russian mobster king uh, go to go consult with. That's but, not who I'd want to be my bathroom attendant. He's a blind guy. Yeah, how is he cleaning? Where's he? How's he finding the soap? Well, does, don't they have a don't they have a scene where he throws the the soap over and it lands in the uh, in the right. urinal? I'd want a deaf guy oh. so he couldn't hear me uh, farting. Yeah, another <laughs> savant or guy yeah, that can't smell. That if you can't smell, you should be a bathroom attendant. Like that should be your calling. You should work in trash. Like yeah, the trash business. Yeah. yeah. Man, that'd be if only I didn't have a sense of smell. I'd just be living in it. <laughs> I know you. I know you underestimated me. Underestimated me because I can't smell. But you let me <laughs> see the documents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think I got. I got one last thing. Uh, so the funny guy. That's a big character, Rocco. Uh, he's like, I'm the funny guy. I'm the funny guy. And it instantly reminded me of uh, when Danny Trejo was in triple X and he's got a, uh, he's got him tied up. It's like a training exercise, but it seems to be real. And he keeps calling. He goes, Oh, what are you? A funny man? Hey, I know a funny man. And it's like, and he's, uh, he's clearly machete in that role. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm thinking maybe he's worked some jobs with some people, and he knew the funny guy, mm-hmm. and uh, brings that back. Like I knew, I knew a funny guy, and so I looked it up, and or I was looking at Danny Trejo's IMDb page, and did you know in Spy Kids he's listed as Machete as well? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty wild. sure he's got a tattoo. I'm pretty sure he's got a tattoo with it's all Rob Robbie Rodriguez. Yeah, he's Machete in like a lot of movies. In like 60 movies. Yeah, but in Spy Kids, I wish that he yeah. would like he like he's forgot that it was a right? kids movie, and he's just like just murdering people. Yeah, like, slicing, slicing thumb hand. Yeah, dude, thumbs are getting <laughs> split like thump or whatever his name is. Floop, 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 floop is a madman. Help us, save us. Dude, <laughs> when they the play it in there. Uh, if the only if they knew what he did, they would be. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Uncle Machete. Of the Machete. Yeah. But uh, you guys got anything else? <clears throat> I don't think so. That Willem Dafoe one was pretty good. I didn't even think about American Psycho. Yeah, I was looking at I was looking at um, some of the movies he was in, and then I, and when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, he's a detective in that. I tried to look through Ron Jeremy's... Uh, acting credits but his imdb imdb page is a mess (laughs) it's very tough to tell because it's filled with pornographic pornos oh porn's on imdb i I didn't think so but yeah well yeah i'm sure they have like the adult films you know what i mean like hbo and stuff like that yeah yeah that was back what other movies what other movies was ron jeremy in I couldn't tell you. Was he in Benchwarmers? I don't know. No, that was uh, John Lovitz. Uh, <laughs> wait, it, it was John Lovitz I, in this? I know I've seen Ron Saints. Jeremy. 
No, that was Ron Jeremy. I didn't know they put porn on IMDb. Well, like, yeah. Oh, they do. Went down some dark rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah, so did uh, so did Ron Jeremy, I think. He was in a bunch of holes. The hog budget. <laughs> yeah. Him and uh, him and Defoe had to share a dressing room, the biggest one. <laughs> pick, pick the hogs. <laughs> it raised the curtains. The costume or, department had to lower the curtains. <laughs> All right. So uh, one last thing that I was thinking about it doesn't have to do with this movie, but it was just a uh, it was just a thought that that hit me the other day. Uh, we're big Fast and Furious fans over here, and uh, you know how Ja Rule was the guy in the first one? <laughs> uh, he was like the the rapper in the first one. He had like some of the songs on the album and was later Pre-luted. replaced, replaced by Ludacris. And it was because Ja Rule was asked to come back, but he, he wanted more money, and they didn't give it to him. So I was thinking, like, what if he would have accepted it, and then Ja Rule was in the spot like that Ludacris was in like we're in a different timeline now and he he continued to be in all the Fast and Furious movies his his acting career took off he was in Crash he was in like like could you imagine that the Ja Rule universe the Ja Rule Ruleverse the Murderverse is what it would be (laughs) it's murder he didn't he had such a small role in the first one why didn't he like, how much money could he even been asking for? I don't know. He gets smoked in that first one. Loses yeah. his money and, and his girl. And doesn't bang those two chicks. Yeah. That's and why they didn't ca- bring it back. And she's like Puerto Rican or something and calls him the N-word in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's okay. <laughs> Fast and Furious was like the last movie. The original was like the last movie where you could say the F-word and Puerto Rican people could say the N-word. I have a lot of Puerto Rican family members, and they say the N-word all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't have a lot of Puerto Rican family members, but they also say the N-word all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, but what are you going to do? <laughs> it was the 80s. Yeah, you know. It's a uh, But I, I would love – I want <laughs> – I want to replace Ja Rule in all these movies, like using a like like deep fake Ja Rule into a ludicrous parts, just to see what the world would be like. I mean, what about having uh, Ja Rule just be Norman Reedus's brother in Boondocks? Why do we get Ja Rule in every movie ever, dude? That's a scheme. Do you guys know how to? Have you seen those deep fakes online? No. Oh, they'll like put someone else's face in a movie it'll like and they'll match up the mouth it's wild they'll That's do them for like they, like Chris D'Elia I saw on his Instagram someone made it and they put his face on Nicolas Cage's face in the I'm Caster Troy scene and face off it's incredible <laughs> like it, it's really it's getting people in trouble because people are making uh, or it's like people are making pornos uh, putting like women's faces on other women <laughs> 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 that aren't in the porn, but it like looks like they're in the porno. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, we're, uh, we're, yeah, I need to Where go. can I buy this? Or we're, yeah, we're. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's something. 
So, uh, you should head out. Uh, yeah. The jaw, the jaw rule porn isn't, isn't as good, but it's fine. They have the technology, but all they can do is put jaw rules yeah. face on anyone's face. No they one else is yet. Already. But yeah, well, hope jaw rules listening right now and let them know that we're, uh, we're thinking about them. Hope Willem Dafoe's hogs all yeah. passing in. You know, one time I was, uh, uh, I, I've been talking to my, uh, my former girlfriend about jaw rule. Cause we, we were just thinking like, what's he up to now? It was just like, a, you know, a conversation. And then a few days later I was on Netflix and I saw a jaw rule movie that was about him, like falling for some like church girl. It's called church girl, I think. And I sent the, uh, like a screenshot of it to her. Cause I thought it was funny that we'd been talking about it. And then I found this movie that was fairly recent. And she thought that I like really liked this movie. So she watched like almost all of it and, and the, and it was awful. And the whole time she's like, she's like trying to be nice. Like, Oh, maybe it gets better. Maybe Eric's not a total. She's like, just thought I was this huge idiot that like loved this Ja Rule church girl movie. And finally she texts me. She goes, Eric, like, I'm sorry, but I hated that movie. I was like, you watched that movie. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> like, I just sent that a picture of it. I didn't even read the description. <laughs> First person to ever see that movie. <laughs> yeah. He gets like a notification immediately. <laughs> he's, he's, and then he's doing the, the, the gay cop dance and is super excited. But yeah, that's my uh, that's my most recent jaw rule story. Yeah. Jaw rule, ja rule stat of the week from Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that uh, I think we covered everything. That was fun. I uh, so. Doc Saints. I give it a I give it two pistols way way up. Ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, definitely ten out of ten. Yeah, a lot I, of fun. I, two pistols, to, way way up. I'm gonna have to check out the uh, the second one. Do you think uh, Two Guns with Mark Wahlberg and Denzel was like a reboot of Boondock Saints? <coughs> uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> See, uh, but they're enemies, I think. Are they? they? Start off as enemies, end as lovers. That's I don't right. know if those the the Saints are brothers or husbands. Truly, throughout this movie, I can't believe they kiss so much. Well, and there's yeah. at one point when uh when Rocco, uh, like does something well or he saves him, and then what's his face puts his hand over his mouth and kisses him on the mouth. Yeah, which like I guess that's you know if we're if we're going by the rules here, it's not gay. But if I yeah, there's, there's no nothing actual. in the rule book about. about <laughs> I did right? consult the the rule book, <laughs> right? But it's just odd that he would even do that in the first place. But you know, the Irish. What are you gonna do? Hey, what are you gonna do? Freaks. All right. Well, this has been uh, it's been fun, and I think we uh, we said all we can say about it. But uh, check out some of the other episodes. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing it. Watch Boondock Saints. Recommend it. And uh, keep tuning in. Let's. Mm-hmm.